Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, what a day. It's just been such an amazing day. Oh, it's Wednesday today and it's in the afternoon and it's just been one of the best days. I don't know why. The energy is just really good. It's swelling all around. Well, actually, I do know why. You know how I told you I was doing a little challenge for myself and made myself a little project and everything? Well, it's actually going really, 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 really well and I love it so much and I can't wait to share it with you when it's finished. Um, But before I get started, um, there's still... Uh, two places left actually for marketing with soul. So maybe hit pause right now, jump onto the comments or to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach and send me a quick message if you'd like some information about it. Um, But essentially, I want to teach you how to attract clients to your business so you're not chasing them all the time and feeling really yucky about it. But anyway, uh, and Gabe is doing really well. Oh my gosh, he's just like the cutest little thing ever. I love him so much. And he spent today sort of all by my feet and feeling really clingy and everything. So it's just, it's so nice. Like I think about gratitude work and, um, you know, if I'm having a day where I'm feeling a little bit flat or down or at a loose end or something, you know, gratitude's the last thing I feel like doing. (laughs) But whenever I think of him, it's like my heart just overflows with love and joy. And next thing you know, I just feel so great again. And I bet it's like that for you as well with your fur babies. (laughs) Um, They're just the best, aren't they? Okay, so what are we talking about today? Well, what I want to talk to you about, I had a couple of different ideas for what to call this podcast, but I want to talk about when really good therapists have not so great businesses because they're doing the right things, but in the wrong order. Okay. And that's happening for lots of different reasons, but they're doing the right things for the most part in the wrong order. And what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is you know, we go and we do the courses and we do our placements and, you know, da, 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 da. And then what happens for those of us who want to move into private practice is then we say, oh, I'm going to go make my logo and it's going to be so great. I'm going to love it. And, oh, I'm going to come up with this beautiful business name and it's going to be such the best business name ever. And, oh, it's going to attract so many clients. And, oh, now I've paid someone to do my website and, oh, you should see it. And it's so lush or it's so premium and luxurious or whatever the vibe is that you're going for. And I just love my website so much. And, you know, it's so good. And I've gone and put a 
Psychology Today profile up and, you know, I'm really happy with that. And, you know, but the thing is I'm posting on social media all the time, but I just don't know what it is. Nobody's booking in. That's what I mean by doing the right things, but in the wrong order. And it's not your fault that this is happening, especially when you're around other people that also don't know how to set the private practice up and who are also most often winging it like you. And then what happens is you've done all this work and you've put all this love into it and it it all starts to feel very, very personal, doesn't it? It all starts to feel very personal. And we start to say, oh, doesn't anybody like my brand? Um, Why isn't anybody booking in? I've said that I do all the things for all the people and where are they? Like Brooklyn, I don't understand. I just don't get it. As one lady was saying to me earlier today, she was saying, I just don't get it. And then we had a look at her website and we had a look at her Facebook business page and yeah, they weren't, they weren't, I was going to say great, but what I really mean to say is for me, great means is this website, is this Facebook business page going to attract clients and going to get clients booking sessions with you? And hers definitely were not, definitely were not. The pictures that were, well, let's start with the Facebook feed. So the Facebook feed um, was all just posts and they were random posts that were on a real mix of topics, a real mix of topics. Um, There was, you know, it it was just like, I don't know what you, what's that saying about something's breakfast? It was just like, a mix of everything right um and so it made no sense and even um looking at this person's branding on their Facebook business page it didn't make any sense at all and they're saying to me oh I've been working with this business coach and it's been going really well and I've learned all this stuff and it's just great and it's excellent but honestly it was one of the least converting least likely to convert sites I've seen um, web pages that I've seen. So that was on her Facebook business page. And then we went and had a look at her and I've spoken to like today, I think it was four ladies. I've looked at everybody's website, but this particular one I'm thinking of, how to look at the website. And again, it was just like this big disconnect. It was very, um, I don't know, it was just it didn't have the vibe about it that was inviting. Um, it didn't have a vibe about it that was welcoming. It didn't have any of that stuff. And by the way, everyone, if you haven't got your website terms on your website, then your website is not compliant with the Australian federal privacy legislation. So please, 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 if you haven't done it yet, make a mental note or Jot it down somewhere, obviously, if you're not driving, but um, make a note somewhere to get them on your page. So just pop them in the footer uh, with a link to your Google Drive and just throw them in there. That's all you need to do. It's not hard, um, but they need to be on there. Anyway, I totally got off track there, didn't I? But the website um, just wasn't pleasing to look at it wasn't a nice vibe as soon as I clicked onto it I wanted to click out of it um you know how sometimes you go and you look at somebody's website and you're like 
wow, you know, and you just want to explore everything and you want to click all the tabs and you want to download all the resources and stuff. I didn't want to do that on this one. And I'm very tolerant and very patient and all of the things. Um, However, it just didn't draw me in. And I was looking because I wanted to be drawn in, but it was having the opposite effect. And if it's having that effect on me, someone who cares about your practice very much, so much, wants you to be successful um, and has a very open mind and all that sort of stuff, imagine what it's doing for your potential audience, right? Nothing. So do you need those things um, to get clients? Do you need the website? Yes, you do. Um, if you don't have a website, then you need a YouTube channel. Um, but there are ways of writing the website. And so this is one of the things that I see a lot. It's that um, a therapist in private practice, and it doesn't matter if you're a psychologist, a social worker, a, a counsellor, whatever it is that you're doing, um, you know, you need to learn how to write copy and content for your website. Otherwise, again, you're putting up what you think needs to go up and you're going to feel great and you're going to share it in the groups and everyone in the group is going to be really loving and kind and generous with their feedback and support you and they, they want to cheer you on because they want to encourage you. But you know what? I'm the one that's going to be real with you and say, hey, do you know what? You might want to change that. Have you thought about that? Blah, 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 blah. I will be soft, but at the same time, I want you to have the best, the most successful, the most fulfilling, most aligned, most energizing private practice that your heart desires. And you're not going to get that if I'm soft. So I want to be clear and say, If you're just starting your private practice, do not go and do your logo. Do not go and do your website. Do not go and do your private, private, your psychology today profile until you have learned how to write your content and the way to write copy that's going to resonate and land for the type of client that you are wanting to work with at at soul level okay because otherwise you're just wasting your time you're wasting your time and what's going to happen is you will go oh great I got it out there nothing's going to happen it's going to be crickets or you'll get in air quotes the wrong type of client coming to you um, which you're either going to be referring off to somebody else or not seeing because they're not suitable or heaven forbid you might put them in your diary because you're desperate to get work and you're not going to love the sessions because it's not your area of expertise this particular problem or, or client demographic whatever it is right so be very mindful about what your intention is and I don't know because you know podcasts are so one-sided aren't they it's like Brooklyn gets on her soapbox twice a week um but I just want to share with you like um you have to have that intention for your private practice so if your intention is to help people uh then the information you share needs to be helpful right in other words not all about you we don't want a narcissistic therapist 
you know, promoting herself or themselves all the time on social media, um, saying, oh, book with me, I've got sessions free, I've had a cancellation, here's my workshop, here's my webinar, get into my program. No, it. we don't want it to be all about you. We want it to be all about your client. And this is a mistake that people make when it comes to writing up their websites, writing up their Psychology Today profile. It's like me, 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 me. And no wonder clients don't want to book in. It's because they're like, well, what about me? Like, can you see me? Can you hear me? Can you relate to me? Can you understand where I'm coming from? And guess what? They click off your profile or they click out of your website and they go on to the next counsellor until they find the person that's written the profile or the website in a way that makes that reader feel like this thing was written just for them. Okay, I hope that makes sense. So make it feel like it was written just for them. And that's not going to happen by you outsourcing it to anybody. That's not going to happen by you um, just sharing other people's stuff. As you know, I've spoken about that a lot. But um, it's not going to happen by you doing short posts that go nowhere or a self-promotional. Like really, who wants to read self-promotion? Nobody does. And you're not connecting with your audience when you do that, whether it's through your email or your uh, website or your podcast or your YouTube. No, we don't want to read promotional stuff. So don't do it. <laughs> that's the problem. You're you're promoting yourself. And you might be thinking, well, Brooklyn, like that's the whole point of it, to promote my practice. Yes, it is. You, there are certainly pathways for you to get your practice known. And there's certainly pathways for you to promote and to advertise, but not the way you're doing it. And that's why you're not getting clients. And the longer you resist learning the way to do it correctly, the longer you're going to stay stuck in this pickle. (laughs) And I know because as I mentioned to you the other day, I was in the pickle for two years. (laughs) It's the pickle is real, isn't it? (laughs) The pickle is real. So Yeah, that's what I really, 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 really want you to know. And do you know what? It took me time to learn how to market as well because I just didn't like it. Like even now, I don't market, right? If you've had a phone conversation with me ever, um, I probably at some point said to you, I'm not selling you anything. (laughs) Like it's you called me, you, you booked in that call Um, because you wanted something from me, whether it was information about how to work together or um, what program is going to be the best one for you, etc, etc. You called me. There's nothing for me to sell. Um, You know, the marketing is, for me, marketing is a long-term game. It's not something like, oh, how can I get a client next week? I mean, there are ways to do that, of course, but marketing is a long-term game. I mean, if I asked all of you, how long have you been listening to this podcast or how long have you been you know, following me on social? I'm sure, yes, there'll be some, some new people, but I'm sure there are lots of you that have been following and listening for a while, like a couple of months, maybe six months, maybe a year, maybe longer. (laughs) And we still haven't met. And that's okay because we're not meant to have met yet. 
But I know maybe in the future when you need something, you'll go, oh, Brooklyn is the one that can help me with this because da-da-da-da-da. Um, and that's the that's what I mean by marketing is a long-term game. And one of the things that I love about um, having a podcast is although it's not marketing, it becomes a tool for me to create a relationship with so many people because although I don't actually know who you are, you're getting to understand who I am and that's building a relationship for you, right? And that's what I really, 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 really want. And when you have that relationship, there comes a level of trust and there comes a level of um, knowing, like, you know what I stand for by now, <laughs> you know what I don't, um, all of that sort of stuff. And some of you align with it, some of you don't, people come, people go, that's fine. But do you know what? Every single day, there are people who will come into my world, whether it's on a direct message on Instagram or a little message on Facebook or, um, you know, a comment in a group or something like that. And they'll say to me, you know, I've been watching your videos on your page, you know, from like 2018. I think, really? (laughs) People do research you and people do like you know listen to your back catalog (laughs) and all those sorts of things so everything that you put out um is in a way marketing when you think about it in terms of creating relationships and that's what I want you to really take away from this episode today like I believe when it comes to the masculine and the feminine the feminine energy is all about how do I invite this person into my world? How do I make this person feel really comfortable? How do I look after them, care for them, nurture them, nourish them? Um, How do I make them feel at ease? Like, you know, my house is their house, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like when I have my podcast, I'm totally in that vibe. And when I had a website, I was totally in that vibe too. So that's for me, Um, it becomes marketing, but that's not how I set it out, right? The podcast, for example, was just set up because I was in the space at the time where I wanted to be like talking more and more about manifesting and I wanted to be sharing all my tools for manifesting. And so that's how it started. It was nothing to do with, you know, what I'm going to get clients from this or I'm going to get work from this. No, it was just something I was I was doing for pure enjoyment, for pure enjoyment. And it still is. But as you can see, because we're up to 300 and whatever episodes now, 330 or whatever it is, um, it's become marketing because of that relationship. Just like with Facebook, it's become marketing for me because of the relationship, right? I never set out with my Facebook business page to get clients. With my Facebook business page, I wanted to share information. Um, I wanted to share like recently because my Etsy shop, which by the way, is doing so well. Guess what? I think, I think I haven't had it three months yet, but I must be coming up to three months. But I was looking at my data on the Etsy store and it was saying that 
I've got a chance of being a star seller. Whoa. <laughs> you know me, I'm so competitive. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited. I'm like every night I'm manifesting star seller status. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like to win things, you know. Um, okay, so I I will share products that I list on the Etsy store. Um, but other than that, I, I post videos like helpful videos <laughs> when I'm in the mood to do them or I'll type a, a helpful post when I'm in the mood to do it. So I'm never saying enroll in this thing or sign up for this thing. Um, every now and again, I will, but not constantly. And I certainly don't share other people's content. Now, you can share other people's content if you want, but you really, when you do that, when you're just starting out, it's a mistake, I feel, because you're actually marketing somebody else's business and you're not even getting any remuneration for it. Like you're not getting anything back, not even in the karma bank maybe because it's not your intention, but that's what's happening. So, you know, write original content, stand for something, have a strong point of view about something. Yes, it's going to be polarizing and yes, it might be scary to put your beliefs out there. But you know what? If you want to create meaningful connections with a cold audience, that's people who've never heard of you before, you need to have a reason for them to stop by. Yeah, you need to have a reason for them to stop by. And you know, if I can take your content from your Facebook business page or off your website or off your Psychology Today profile, and I can put that same content on somebody else's website page or profile, you've got a problem because you're getting lost in the white noise. And when your stuff is so broad that it could be on anybody else's website, <coughs> sorry, what ends up happening is a client will then get you caught up in a price war and you will get chosen because you're the cheapest therapist. And who wants to get chosen because they're the cheapest therapist? Well, maybe some people do, but I think no, most people don't. We don't want anybody burning out, okay? Um, but you see where I'm going with this. So what can you do to attract more clients through the current efforts that you're you're doing. Well, first off, stop doing what you're doing if you're not getting any inquiries. There is no sense in keeping on posting if you're not getting inquiries. Just save yourself the energy and the effort and put it onto something else. If you're not getting inquiries from your YouTube or your podcast or whatever it is, stop. Um, it's likely happening because you don't have a plan, you don't have a strategy um, or if you do have a plan and a strategy to implement it, they're not the right ones for your model of business. So it would make zero sense for you to keep doing what you're doing, okay? You need to pivot the way that you're showing up, all right? That's the reality. That's the cold, hard truth. And I'm saying that because I want you to be successful, all right? Now, as you know, Marketing with Soul starts on the 1st of December. So if you do want help with this, you can come along and, and be part of it. If not, if like group stuff isn't your thing, that's fine too. Look, just reach out and let me know and let's get this sorted out together so that you can 
start next year. You can start 2023 with confidence and with grace and with peace of mind, knowing that you've set up the practice in such a way that clients are going to continue coming to work with you. Okay, so I hope that this was helpful. I did do a longer sort of video on this on my Facebook business page and in my groups, Counselors Connect Australia and Australian Counselors in Private Practice Online. So if you feel called to just jump on there and go and watch the video if you like. There's some extra tips in there. Um, But yeah, you're not alone in this and it's not your fault that what you're doing isn't working. It's just that you haven't learned it yet. And the reason you've not learned it is because no one was showing up and saying, hey, I can teach you. But guess what? I'm here. I'm showing up and I'm saying, if you want to learn it, I can teach you. Okay. So have a really, 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 really beautiful Wednesday. I will um, see you again on Saturday. If you need anything at all, don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. It's bye from me and bye from Gabe and see you on Saturday. Bye. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.